Wow. You put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast, they go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American ale off? Cause of death. Dun dun dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. Straight <laughs> up 10. have got a fun episode today, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, it might be a long episode for me. Well, for you. Maybe a long, long episode. You ready for this? Let's do this. Let's do this. First off, first things first, if you haven't already done so, please, we're going to start promoting this, but please go to the YouTube page, Opinions and Beer Network. And you can view all of our new upcoming content. Subscribe to that to view our upcoming content. We got a, a genealogy show that just launched there the other day. And and that's uh, got really good traction on it. It's doing really well. And we're going to keep growing and adding shows and whatnot. So please, please, please be sure to go to the YouTube page. Follow, subscribe. And uh, and help us build that over there. Thank you, though, for listening on the podcast platforms. We're still trying to build that, obviously. It's just that we want to also grow uh, the other platforms that we are on, grow it all together collectively. With that being said, we are going to just... I mean, Ed Ray, we're going to jump into this because I, I got a long history thing I want to talk to you about. So today's... Beer of the Day is brought to you by Odd Sign Brewing Company. It is called Thunder Gun Express Indian Pale L. No hesitation, no surrender. This Thunder Gun Express is a hazy American double IPA brewed with oats and lactose. Loads of loads of late edition Citra Amarillo, no Citra Amarillo El Dorado and Mosaic hops. This sits at 7.75% in alcohol by volume, brewed in Grand Haven, Michigan. Woo! Thunder Gun Express. What does that remind you of, Ed Ray? Yeah, probably some old westerns. It kind of does, huh? Or like a, uh, or what's that, what's that car movie? What's that car movie? Uh, uh, black, black car movie. What is that? What am I trying to think of? Who was that? He, I think the guy from uh, uh, that saved P- big boobed women was in it. Does it. The big boob women saver. He's a lifeguard. Lifeguard guy was in it, I think. Am I wrong? Don't even know what you're talking about. This pour is a nice... Ooh, this is definitely a hazy. It's a lot thicker than the average IPA. Woohoo! It's very thick. Looks thick. Thick, nice, thick orange color orange citrus color uh i'm gonna pause this real quick just go get a nice photo with that being said it looks i mean it looks delicious smells of hazy ipa you know that smell oh there's 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 an there's an ipa smell ed ray that uh it all smell uh i I grab this because i'm sure there's gonna be echo if it's too close. Uh, uh, there's this smell, Ed Ray, that IPAs give you. 
that all IPA drinkers know of this smell. And I smell that smell. It's like a very citrusy, orangey smell. Hoppy smell. I'm gonna try this beer. That is alcoholic orange juice. With a slight bitterness to it. You know what it is? It's that lactose. That lactose is holding in that citrus flavor. Making it very... Making it difficult for you to taste something like a screwdriver, right? Here, go ahead and sip this beer. Take a little sip of it. Don't give me COVID now. That's your favorite thing to do. What's your thoughts? Taste almost taste almost like a screwdriver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The orangeness, the, the that orange citrus flavor is very prevalent in this beer. The um it's not high in alcohol, but the hops, the hops kind of tease you in a way that makes it feel like it's how, like that makes it taste like it's high in alcohol, which is why Ed Ray was saying the screwdriver uh, taste was coming through. Tastes like a like a stronger, uh, light, you know, a, a stronger clear alcoholic beverage is mixed with orange juice. Woo! This is not half bad. You know, odd side. I think I can't remember if, uh, the last Odd Side we gave a good rating, but I know that so far Odd Side has been doing really good stuff for me. Man, there's it's hard to get a bad beer from Michigan. Michigan at least brews solid fives. This as a hazy, man. I've had I, the thing is I've had that ten point buck was a really good hazy, not as citrusy. It was a lot more hoppy. That tingled on my tongue. This one doesn't really tingle. It's more thick. This one's more of a thicker IPA. But is that good? Do I like thick IPAs, Ed Ray? Sometimes. This is going to be a 8 out of 10. Giving this an 8 out of 10, Ed Ray. I'd buy it again. Well, I don't know. It's kind of expensive for a four-pack. But if it was a six-pack and a little cheaper, I'd buy it again. <laughs> but, uh... I want to go... Yeah. Eight. Solid eight. Eight for the Thunder Gun Express. Moving on, Ed Ray. We're six minutes in. Let's talk about today's subject. Today's subject, we're going to travel back in time like a Thunder Gun. Thunder, we're going to take... We are going to take the Thunder Gun Express... Back in time. You ready for this, Ed Ray? Go for it. I'm Ed Ray. Ed Ray, I'm flying back in time. And he's dead. Anyways, I want to talk about... I want to talk about Giants, Ed Ray. Have you ever heard about Giants? Like the New York Giants? No. <laughs> they were a good football team back then. But Giants in general. The beings known as Giants. 
The ones that would make Andre the Giant look like a dwarf? Maybe. Or maybe they were Andre the Giant-like-ish. How tall do you think, um... Uh... How tall do you think the... Fuck, what's that giant's name that gets hit with the rock in the Bible? Goliath. Goliath! How tall do you think Goliath was? 20 feet. 20 feet tall? It's a pretty tall giant. I think he might have been 10 feet tall. Did you say 20 feet? Yeah. Was he like a big dude? Yeah, he built stuff with his hands. Do you know where giants came from? I think they came from... Uh, I think they came from... Pakistan. No, what the fuck? What the shit? What kind of answer is that, Ed Ray? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. They come from Israel. Oh, my God. He's like, where do the, where do the giants come from? I guess from Pakistan or Israel. I'm saying how to, how are their giants is what I'm trying to say. All right. This is why you got to be specific with questions. <laughs> Here we go, Ed Ray. Time to dive into history and life. So way back in the day, in the Bible... There was Adam and Eve, they say, right? Adam and Eve had three children. Well, no, six children. They had six children, but they had three... Oh, they, they might have had more than six. No, let's say six. They had six children, but they only had three boys, I believe. They had three boys. They had Cain, Abel, and Seth. Did you know... Yeah, I don't think Abel had any kids. I think I think Abel's bloodline never got to uh, uh, go forth. Yeah, he never had a chance because Cain killed him. And we know where Abel's not. We know we know where Seth's bloodline goes to. But Seth, Seth's bloodline goes all the way to Noah, and then Noah to so and so and so on. But where does Cain go? Where is the bloodline of Cain? He is condemned. His bloodline is condemned to walk the earth for eternity, right? Is that what is that is that what they said? Something yeah. like that. Condemned to the earth. Mm -hmm. He's condemned to the earth, and uh, uh, he'll, he's he's going to be hit with a mark and whatnot. So, anyways, Cain goes off and basically starts his own little society. This society gets help. You know who he gets helped by? Fallen angels. Fallen angels that actually start to pro uh, procreate with Cain's uh, seed. And let me guess, they it all started with Cain and the fallen angels in Africa, right? Well, maybe in the uh, Egypt area. Now, this is going to be crazy. So... I have a theory. I have a theory that all the Egyptian gods are actually fallen angels. I think all the Egyptian gods are based off fallen angels. If you think about uh, the creation of Earth and Earth in general, everything that's on Earth is based off a previous model that God had. You know, where we are in the image of God. Which means that God looks like just a person with no face, I guess. He looks like a... He looks like... I guess if you if you ever meet God, he'll look like somebody you know. 
because <laughs> we are all based in his image or whatever, you know, people, humans. But what about everything else? You always hear, when, you, when whenever you see things in the Bible about um, angels, they always have like some sort of animalish, animalish features. And when you take that aspect, that they have some kind of animalistic feature to them, and you put that with Egyptian gods that have freaking like, you know, these cat-like people and these dog people and whatnot, it almost like, it almost starts to click that maybe... Maybe the Egyptian gods that they supposedly worshipped, you know, maybe they were fallen angels that helped Cain's brethren uh, in Cain's uh, Cain's um, seed. Man, uh, but anyways, the um, giants actually come. Giants are the are the seed of fallen angels. And Cain's disciples, or Cain's uh, bloodline. That's where that's where the giants uh, originally come from. That's who, that, you know that's where the the lore of the giants come, and uh, it gets crazy at right now. The biggest the biggest mystery happens around the flood. Okay, Noah's Ark flood is supposed to kill everybody, and you're supposed to only have. Uh, Noah's uh, bloodline, or Seth's bloodline, basically supposed to clear the, cleanse the earth, and have Noah's bloodline. The problem was something happened a little prior to that, and that was uh, was it the curse of Ham, I believe, the curse of Ham. Anyways, uh, one of one of Noah's children. And maybe multiple, maybe maybe a couple of them, but one of Noah's children married a daughter of Cain, and not not a not a direct daughter, but a bloodline, the bloodline of Cain, and um, they went off. Uh, he a Ham actually moved back to Egypt with his wife whenever the floods recited, and continued. To basically be demon and some like demon worshippers and stuff and whatnot and like uh, d- the demons came back to help and like really corrupted the uh, that group. You go, you fast forward, you see that the early early Native Americans when they crossed the strait, uh, when they crossed the strait into America, North America, they have it written down. That when they got here, when when early Native Americans got to America, or what we know as America, what got to the North America continent, there were giants here, and that they had to actually murder and kill all these giants. When they well, they they, they had to murder. Like apparently, the the giants uh, they could never their hunger was never would never cease. They were always hungry. They always craved food. They even ate human flesh. They seemed fine, but they were war hungry. They would always fight amongst each other and damage crops and kill, uh, kill the kill the harvest and whatnot, and and ruin ruin the hunt for these Native Americans. And so the Native Americans eventually had to fight the giants off and and essentially kill the giants. And uh, south of that, we have and down down in the um, uh, way south where the Mayans 
Is the Mayans? Yeah, the Mayans are, are happening. That, the Mayan culture, and next to the Mayan culture, a little south of like the Florida coast, uh, you have quite possibly Atlantis forming. Atlantis forming because the biggest thing that happened was that these demons, the, the fallen angels, were helping Cain's bloodline to the point where they were teaching them everything about the earth. Where they wanted them to, they because they knew about the flood coming. They wanted they wanted them to survive the flood, and so they were teaching them everything about the earth and how to use it. And they were like one of the most advanced societies uh, over there, and and they they built Atlantis as soon. Uh, but um, with help of them and the giants, like uh, I think uh, Atlantis was basically destroyed in the flood well it was inaccessible it was made inaccessible by the flood uh, after the flood waters uh, started to secede had seceded though uh, some of the Atlanteans uh, were able to escape from their now destroyed what what is a destroyed uh, world and they start um, uh, making tribes like they become sort of tribal uh, in the south region of North America and South America, whatnot. What do you think about what I've told you so far, Ed Ray? It's hard to understand. What do you mean? What? Ask me a question. How could Atlantis be by the Americas if many people said that it went as it was actually in somewhere by Western Africa? Because it's a, it's a form. It's a form. Because technically, it's it's a form. Of Atlantis, and it was of yeah, they because they actually just now discovered a, a buried civilization uh, south of Florida in the in in the ocean. So they, they found the buried they they they're discovering these buried civilizations, technically you know all around, and they, they were like advanced. These these civilizations weren't just like oh rug and tug. These they're we're discovering that these these civilizations were super advanced for their times. Um, and that's just kind of that's just kind of what it is, man. It's these damn demon giants. And did you know that all ghosts that uh, technically the bloodline of Cain, if you had the blood of Cain in you, you are technically not able to go to heaven or hell, essentially. And that's why, and a lot of people. A lot of people and researchers are claiming that ghosts, the phenomenon, the, the phenomenon that is ghosts, are actually descendants of Cain, and that's why they're able to be uh, ghosts and stick around, is because they're actually a part of the bloodline of Cain and are basically damned to uh, be of Earth for eternity. What do you think about that? So by that logic, that means we could see the ghost of Cain any moment, huh? Maybe. Or I mean, just like. Well, I think well. Uh, recent studies in Area Fifty One suggest that suggest that some of these uh, they they may be bordered, like the, the, there may be limitations to where ghosts uh, can go, and they may be uh, uh, subjugated to staying in particular planes, and uh, they can't really um, get through to everywhere. 
So that's what's that's another thing weird. I don't know if you've seen that report by Air Fifty One uh, suggesting that and su- suggesting the uh, alternate. There's an alternate dimension timeline in beings. There's alternate uh, beings, things that we think are aliens, which might be aliens. Technically, if you think about it from a uh, sort of a non-biblical standpoint, all alien, all like fallen angels might be aliens, might be interdimensional beings that we know that could be aliens. What's your thoughts on that? I think you're full of crap on that. You think I'm full of crap, Ed Ray? Yeah. Why? Because Area 51 reports are very subjective. Sometimes they can be very wrong. Well, you're... That's messed up. I know that they're practicing the occult just like Hitler did. Hitler tried to summon Satan many a times. Where's the proof on that? Uh, there's documented evidence that the Nazis experimented with all forms of occult. And where'd you get your information from? Uh, Germany. Uh, that's so subjective. How's it subjective? They can have proof that they practiced it. Because it depends on where you're getting your information from. Because most news stories have become subjective over the past 100 years. So try not to cherry pick. Fine. Moving on. Uh, do you, is that crazy though? You think that that giants could be aliens, or aliens could be giants, or giants could be demons, childs? I think giant, I think the giants can be demons childs, but I don't know about aliens because that's subjective. <laughs> is it how the subjective? Like I said, things can be wrong. I guess so. <sighs> I think I think it's it's just so it's just so crazy the world man and how 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 history cl- starts to click. History starts to click and there's there's these demon alien giant ghosts. There's giant Giant ghost demon aliens walking around among us. Or, well, not really. They're stuck in their planes and shit, but whatever. Stuck in their uh, vicinities. Bordered off. And technically, we're, we can move away from their... Uh, from what they own and shit. Whew! Life is crazy, Ed Ray. Today's a history lesson. We start off with demons... Demon giants, and we're going to move on to the Romans. Do you know anything about Romans, um, Ed Ray? Yeah, they collaborated with the Jews to crucify Jesus. Let me pull up my history book. Did you know in 284, between 284 and 305, Diocletian ruled Rome? And you know what Diocletian introduced... Let me guess, he introduced the centralized banking system. Socialism. Yeah. He introduced socialism. And it nearly crushed Rome's economy. In fact, it was, in fact, a lot of scholars have said that his rule basically made it impossible for Rome to ever get back on track. And, uh, yeah, ever get back on track. It's true. And, um,. What's crazy, though, is that... Because what happened was with socialism... I'm, I'm studying what happens with socialism. What goes wrong is that socialism leads to corruption in the market. And after there's corruption in the market, there's really it's really hard to uncorrupt that without just 
totally getting rid of it. You'd have to like wipe it off the face of the planet. And this is why you should not conform to socialism. That's why you need to conform to nationalism because nationalism is the key to success. Yeah, because what what the markets end up doing is they end up because uh, a lot of Rome was self produced. They were they were self producing and whatnot. But when socialism took effect, they started doing more and more outsourcing, and literally the outsourcing uh, what was helpful for uh, the the market, but was very bad for Rome. And this is exactly what's happening worldwide. Every time a job is outsourced. The American economy suffers because no money is coming into the economy. Nothing's being made here in America. Therefore, if you go somewhere else, you have to pay you have to pay outsourced taxes, and the taxes in the countries can be a lot higher than the taxes that are here in America. That's why I am very angry that a lot of these companies outsource to different places because they believe they'd save money from having to pay workers benefits and all when when in actuality the companies lose money in the long run because the products that they sell are a very low quality and people in the market can pick up on it yeah man in 171 years 171 years after after socialism enters uh rome rome completely falls which 100 years is a long time, but still, was that damage to the marketplace and that those outsourcing, that they, they caused the market to outsource and actually start to hoard because they didn't want to run out of things. Socialism, like, uh, it really hurts because, yeah, it causes the market to hoard and keep their stuff because they could run out at any moment. Yeah, case in point, Venezuela. I mean, they are a very socialist country that is very close to being officially communist. I mean... When a country goes from socialism to communism, it's pretty much the death bell for a country. However, well, you say that, but uh, in Rome, socialism was met with extremely hard feudalism, which feudalism is technically, I mean, feudalism is basically a very early form of capitalism. And capitalism still could not uh, keep Rome afloat because the damage had already been done by socialism. Capitalism is a failure just like communism is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because capitalism has funded countries of a communist nature. I mean, think about it. America is a capitalist society, but we funded China before. We funded Russia before. Well, what's, what do you think? What's a society? What's a economic society that would be great? <sighs> I'd have to say nationalism. Oh, really? Because... Nationalism, you're producing for your country and only for your country. If you're producing for these others more than your own country, then you're already failing. I guess so. I guess and, that, so. And, that's, and that's one of the reasons that causes many recessions in capitalist societies because we, make, we constantly do not take into account variable A, variable B, etc. Yeah. Well, 70, 70 years... After Rome completely falls, we see the we see the first known plague, the plague of Justinian, came from the mountains of China. They they were able to trace the they were able to trace it to the mountains of China, which probably means it came from a tribe that lived somewhere in the mountains uh, that bordered China and the neighboring countries. Um, so plague of Justine hits. And then almost 
uh, almost a thousand years later, uh, we get hit by the bubonic plague, which also they have traced to uh, its roots to China, the origins. So why is that, Ed Ray? Why do plagues keep coming from China? Because the Chinese eat bat crap and rat crap. <laughs> swear, That's their diet staple in the mountains. <laughs> they've been doing it since 541? Yeah, they've been doing it ever since China existed. Since, five, since 541, Ed Ray. <laughs> and they're still eating rat crap and bat crap. <laughs> You think that's funny? <laughs> they probably are eating rat crap. Why? Maybe they're plagued. Maybe they. What? Why are their animals so plagued? Because they never take care of their animals. Well, maybe there's a theory that maybe the Garden of Eden is located in the mountains of China somewhere, and that's and all the animals that come out of there are plagued because they have to go through the um, like like the devil, like the angels and stuff and whatnot. And this it's 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 un unholy to eat. These animals that might be traveling through the garden. Should it still exist? Might not exist to the naked eye. Oh, uh, well, let's. Realm. Well, from what I understand, the Garden of Eden's been destroyed since the flood. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why when Jesus returns, there'll be a new garden. Well, maybe it was destroyed because China China was hit with the with the flood too. So I wonder if it the was... whole world was hit with the flood. I know, but I'm saying the ark when the flood water started succeeding. The Ark apparently landed on top of Mount Everest. Everest? Yeah. No, they found Arad, I thought. The flood was so... The floodwaters were so high, it would be impossible for anybody to live in the world if they were not in the Ark. What if they're in a in a underwater society like Atlantis? I don't know if that existed yet. It did. Even so, 13 billion people died. Fine. Yeah, 13 billion people lived on the earth before the flood. And then when the flood happened, 40 days and 40 nights, 13 billion people died. Jeez. And the world we are living in today has 8 billion people. So imagine if the flood did not have... If the flood did not occur, we'd have 21 billion people, maybe 30 billion people on this earth. Jeez. And throughout all of human history, 30 billion people have lived and died. And 13 of the 30 billion died within those 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, the, pu- the bubonic plague, though, man. Why do we keep getting hit by shit? Floods and plagues? Because we're bad people. <laughs> no! But they're coming from China! Still doesn't matter. It's still a punishment for our sins. I bet you the flood came from China too. <laughs> I bet you the flood came from China. If the flood came from China, that meant that Noah and his family had to be living in China. They're probably Chinese, yeah. You sure they're not from Israel? Technically, isn't Israel Asia? <sighs> well, Southwest. See? So they were Asians. All the damn Asians always doing stuff, causing floods. I mean, but, well, but, yeah, I mean, let's face it. When the Garden of Eden began, it was apparently located in Mesopotamia, which is now Iraq. Oh, really? So that was where Adam and Eve started, and then Abraham moved westbound and founded what would become Israel. 
That's pretty cool. Under God's guidance. I've, I've been reading a lot about the uh, book of, uh, the new book. What new Not book? Not the new book, the book that was omitted. What book? It was deleted from the Bible, because it had uh, the, um, Enoch. Have you tried reading the book of Enoch? No. Well, I'd dive into it, because it, I... Uh, uh, scholars scholars claim that it was omitted because it didn't really follow uh, the word of God precisely. It was it would, it would they, they they felt like it would confuse people. They felt like they had to they had to get rid of the book because they felt like the book would confuse people. And that's the book that mentions what happened to giants, where giants came from, and all this other basically a lot of the stuff that was like a lot of key elements that are missing from. Uh, a lot of key elements that are missing from the Bible that you're like, well, where do these giants come from that, you know, David's fighting? You know, why why is David fighting giants? Where'd that giant come from? Well, you know, the book of Enoch kind of explains where a lot of this stuff, uh, what happened. So I thought that was a really interesting book. Anyways, uh, we're in 1343. The bubonic plague finally ends. It basically kills the Vikings, sadly. The Vikings had the bubonic plague not... A, had the bubonic plague not have affected everybody, Vikings would still be around today. They'd probably be the dominant people in North America. You think Vikings would be the dominant uh, 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 culture in North America had the bubonic plague not wiped them out? Maybe. That sucks, man, because uh, Vikings were crazy. Vikings had a really... Vikings had a pretty cool culture, and it sucks that they got fucking killed. Weren't they sex perverts? Oh, maybe. They had a pretty weird culture. <laughs> they had a pretty weird culture, but they had cool armor and shit. <laughs> they had cool swords. And they also had muscles, something we don't have. See, they, had, they, they, they were a manly men culture. <laughs> Even the women had muscles. <laughs> Only if you're... No, I'm not going to say it. Oh, God. 1343? Uh, so that's 1353. The bubonic plague ends. During this time of the plague, somebody, some country out there is starting to grow. And they're growing pretty fast. They're starting to build ships more. They're starting to sail. They're starting to do more exploring. They have time and freedom because they're not really being affected by the bubonic plague. They're not really being affected by anything. All they have is time to, fuck, to mess with stuff. That country is Portugal. And in 1441, Portugal started entering North Africa. And in North Africa, well, they ran into a bit of a scruffle. You see, they had promised a king so much uh, product to be brought to him, right? They, they, they were going to import all, this, all these goods, and they promised them all these goods, but they could not deliver. They said, oh, shoot, we are going to be Short. We're going to be short-handed. And this, my friends, is when they start kidnapping people and invent the African slave trade. The African slave trade invented by Portugal uh, just to really save their hides from a king's wrath. And... Uh, it's pretty crazy because at the time, before, before, yeah, before 1441, 
the slave, the majority slave, was actually of either Asian or or um, Israel descent or Arabic descent. You know, they were like they were, it was people from like the those uh, western and west the, the southwestern Asian countries were the majority slave at the time. But then in 1441, that kind of started to change with Portugal, and they they just started to make uh, Africans the predominant slave. Um, in 1492, North America begins to see more visitors. In 1513, Spain Spain claims Florida. Spain invades Florida. Spain meeting uh, some, in 15 in 1513. Spain meet Florida natives, the Seminole tribe. They they said that the Seminole tribe was the most probably the most advanced. Native American tribe they had ever come across. And this is how Hispanics were created. Yeah, probably. But they, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, they said they were the most, they, they said they built like weird things. They had basically like Rubik's Cube before Rubik's Cubes existed. Um, they were kind of like just a really advanced tribe. But the Spaniards were already doing the slave trade, and actually the Spain started selling African slaves to the Seminole tribe's uh, people. And anyways, uh, so that's pretty crazy that Spain, Spain starts to teach Native Americans about slave trade, and uh, the Seminole tribe basically start having slaves. They have their own black slaves. Um... In 1563, uh, England England hijacks a Portuguese slave ship, uh, they be, uh, and they become the first slave trade in Britain and England in 1563. Uh, in 1607, we had the first English colony in America. In 1609, wars between the Iraqis and the French. Uh, so the French start trouble with Native Americans in 1609. They start so much trouble that in 1620 to 1622 we have a war with the Powhatan tribe because of the French. The French started trouble. We get here and now we have to fight Native Americans because no one trusts each other because of the French. Damn French. Uh, In 1622 the Jamestown Massacre uh, yeah, uh, in 1625, Irish debt political prisoners are sent to North America. They're not technically slaves. They're political prisoners that need to pay off debt. So it's like a weird, weird thing right there with the Irish. What? When I think of prisons, you know, from foreign countries, I think of Devil's Island. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Devil's Island at some point here on Opinions and Beer. Hell yeah. I'm just running through this timeline. Thought just talk about the yeah, just, yeah. hey, if you have any um, comments about any of these any of this history, you know, please speak up. Uh, in sixteen in sixteen so sixteen twenty five Irish debt political prisoners are sent to North America. You know what that means? That means Irish Irish slaves were here before African slaves, because African slaves do not make it to America until 1684. 
So it's a good 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, about 60 years. And so I, the Irish slaves are here, and then 60 years later, uh, the first African slave ship is sent to North America. In 1752, Ben Franklin has a kite, that ha, does the uh, kite experiment. Between 1754 and 1763, the French-Indian War happened. 1773, the Boston Tea Party. 1775, the American Revolution. 1776, the American declares independence. 1783, American Revolution concludes. 1789, the first U.S. President, George Washington. 1796, June 1st, Tennessee becomes a state. 1800, White House is built. 1803, we purchased the Louisiana. One of the largest purchase in the world. 1807, Thomas Jefferson bans the African slave trade, meaning no new African slaves are allowed to be imported into America. Basically, that meant that slaves had to be domestic, meaning born on American soil to continue slavery. Yeah. So 1807, Thomas Jefferson banned the African slave trade. In 1812 to 1815, war against Britain and Native Americans uh, occurred. In 1817, the White House is rebuilt. Uh, oh, yeah, 1812 to 1815, war against Britain and Native Americans. Uh, it was a weird... That was a, The War of 1812 is a weird war because we were trying to claim... It's kind of divided because America thinks they won that war, but they actually both won and lost. It was actually a random war that no one succeeded in anything. Because America was trying to gain land in Canada, uh, and then Canada fought back and stopped um, it from happening. But they then came southwards, trying to claim the so- the southern part of America, and we fought back and stopped them from claiming us. So and really, during, it was yeah, a draw. during the war, <laughs> during the war of eighteen twelve, the Capitol burns. And the White House got burned. Yep. And it took uh, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, five years, and the White House was rebuilt in, in 1817. In 1821, America buys Florida from Spain. We buy uh, Florida from Spain. What are we going to do there? Because there's a Seminole tribe living there. How can we buy Spain from... How, how are we buying Florida from Spain when a people already occupy Florida? That means... Spain screwed over the Seminole tribe. Hardcore. Uh, In 1830, the Indian Removal Act is made, and Green's Bluff is founded down here in southeast Texas. Green Bluff is founded. Uh, 1831, the Trail of Tears begin. Now, what happens to the Seminole tribe? Now, we've talked about this. The reason why I keep bringing them up is because, remember I said, advanced civilization south of Florida. Whether it be Atlantis or not, are are a, a form of Atlantis. The Seminole tribe is obviously di- the Seminole tribe and giants are kind of coming from there. They 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 bought slaves. Now they're moving westward, and then in the Indian Removal Act, the Trail of Tears, moving towards Oklahoma, and they're bringing their slaves with them. Um. Uh, in 1834, Britain Empire abolishes slavery altogether, compensating, though, uh, they compensated the slaveholders tenfold. Tenfold millions. They gave them million At the time, I, I, I think it's like a billion. <laughs> These people became 
super rich for selling for for giving up their slaves. It's something that America couldn't do at the time and couldn't do really ever because they just were such a new nation. They did not have the money to be able to fund slave owners to uh, release slaves. Um. In 1835, Beaumont, Texas is founded. In 1836, Texas Independence. Uh, 1837, Port Arthur is founded. 1838, first official police force is formed in Boston. In 1840, Greens Bluff, Texas is renamed to Madison, Texas. In 1848, the French abolish slavery. In 1858, Madison, Texas is renamed Orange, Texas. In 1861, the Civil War begins, and the federal income tax uh, come, uh, comes shortly after. But as, as I've done my research, the federal income tax was a talking point in a lot of President Lincoln's pre-presidential debates and speeches. He was already talking about that. That's why it's so hard. And a, a lot, he, President Lincoln only had a handful of speeches physically recorded by the media and so a lot of his speeches are either buried or just non-existent but you can find text from other people of what was happening and that he was saying he wants like he wants to take people's money he wants to like he wants to tax everybody uh, and you know come up with these uh, this work tax and you know in the reserve and that's why a lot of that's why a lot of the debate shows up of like what was the civil war fought about because there's no the proof was erased or not written down of why the South was mad at Lincoln. You know, why the South was against a lot of Lincoln's plans because they had nothing to do with slavery. Slavery was an, a slavery was an afterthought because Lincoln realized he couldn't tax slave work. And so he was going to ban slavery uh, integration into the West westward side of America. So he wanted to ban slavery from the west and that really um, but he only wanted to do that because he wanted to be able to tax every individual in the west especially a lot of the gold rushes happening um, and so it was all about money at the end of the day uh, sadly sadly it was all about money and slavery was just a way to get there it was just a way for the money to get in the pockets of the north at the time um in 1861 cuz it takes 2 years after the civil war begins 1863 the union outlaws slavery the north <laughs> takes 2 years for apparently a war about slavery for the north to outlaw slavery but they only did that as a as a strategic war strategy to try to stop to try to make um the african people fighting for the South to turn on the uh, Confederates. I mean, I think it ultimately worked. A lot of it worked. Uh, uh, America, in 1866, America abolishes slavery completely. 1870, blacks can vote. 1876, the telephone is invented. 1877, the trails of tears is completed. Whoa! 1877? 66? This is uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 4, uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 years, 11 years after the Civil War, 11 years after the Civil War is when we're done 
moving Native Americans off their homeland. <laughs> and screwing Native Americans. Man, Ed Ray, why did we screw Native Americans for so long? Longer than we screwed black people. Because <laughs> people wanted land. <laughs> It's just so crazy. You, know, you hardly hear about Native American problems, but we screwed them longer than we did black people. <laughs> oh, man, that's nuts. We're still screwing Native Americans, I think. Uh, in 1879, Edison perfects the light bulb. In 1886, the Haymarket Affair, American, Free- American Federation of Labor, is formed. In 1890, the Wounded New Massacre occurs. 1901, January 10th, Spindletop strikes oil in Beaumont, Texas. 1806, Greenwood is formed to officially become Black Wall Street. Greenwood, which is in, which was the uh, Seminole, so this, okay, so back to the Seminole tribe. We've been talking about the Seminole tribe. Their slaves formed Greenwood. Greenwood became Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street is a direct creation from the previous slaves of the Seminole tribe that came from the most advanced Native American tribe down in Florida. Crazy how life works. Uh, In 1907, one year after Black Wall Street is formed, Oklahoma officially becomes a U.S. state. 1908, the modern-day toilet begins to enter homes. 1909, Vider, Texas gets a post office. In 1912, China becomes a republic. Revolution ends. 1914, World War I starts. 1915, police, the first police union is formed. 1918, World War I ends. And in comes, a few months later, the Spanish flu. Reckon 1918, killing millions. Uh, is it millions? Killed up to 100 million. 100 million people. Spanish flu. 1920. Italian anarchists bomb Wall Street. 1921. The Tulsa Race Riot. Italian anarchists. Italian rioters, puppeteers. Italian puppeteers burn down and destroy Black Wall Street in the name of controlling the people, controlling the workers and getting money. Damn Italian mafia. Damn socialists. They they couldn't they they escaped Mussolini and came here and ruined shit. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it was America's fault for letting them come in. That's true. They should have uh, let those they should have let those anarchists drown in the ocean. In 1923, the Posey War happens. <laughs> 1900s, man. 1923. Posey War. The last war of the American Indian War. We were at war with Native Americans since the 1700s to the 1900s. 223 years nearly. We've been fighting with Native Americans and we finally were like, okay, fuck it. This is it. Last one. Last battle. Uh, in 1929, the Vider, subdiv- the Vider subdivision is made, but is also the start of the Great Depression. In 1935, labor unions recognized. In 1939, World War II begins. Uh, the the cause of the war war actually helps. Uh, well, actually, uh, we don't enter the war until 1941, 
with uh, when Pearl Harbor happened. But in 1941, the Great Depression ended because we went to war. And I feel like that's a that was a bad that was a bad thing that happened because now America thinks that we have to be at war to not be in a depression. <laughs> so it sounds weird. How weird is that? You can blame the international banking system for that. True that. True that. Um, Great Depression ends in 1941. Pearl Harbor in 1942. How many years did when did we when did we illegalize slavery? I don't know. But in 1942, Ethiopia, Ethiopia, a country in Africa, finally outlaw slavery. <laughs> 1942. And they're still starving over there. One of the last countries to end slavery was in Africa. <laughs> um, in 1943, the Beaumont, Texas race riot occurs. 1945, World War II ends. 1949, the pager is invented. 1950, 1953, the Korea War. 1955, Vietnam War begins. 1964, end of segregation in the Harlem riot. Um, 1965, Malcolm X is assassinated. 1966, the Black Panther Party is founded. 1967, the long, hot summer... Of 1967, 159 race riots happened in America in 1967. Did you ever hear about that? Well, you have to look at Detroit, look at Houston, look at Baltimore, I think. Yeah, 100, 159 riots in 1967. I think that beats this year's. <laughs> I think that beats the riots of 2020. I don't know if there was a riot in Beaumont in 1967, but there was a mass migration of... Uh, People, I mean, a mass people, mass amount of people that were leaving Beaumont at that time. Oh, really? In 1968, MLK is assassinated. In 1969, NASA lands first man on moon, and also the Stonewall riot occurs in 1969. Stonewall riot? What was that about? Is that gays? I think it was. Uh, in 1973, the first mobile phone is invented. 1975, Vietnam War ends. 1979, hip-hop first gains mainstream popularity. 1983, Nintendo launches in U.S. 1985, WrestleMania. 1989, Sega Genesis launches in U.S. 1990, World Wide Web is invented. 1992, Rodney King riots. The first text message is sent. 1998, ringtones, first downloadable content for phone. 1999, emojis and checking email are now available available on phones. In 2002, first phones with built-in cameras. 2005, MySpace and YouTube are invented. In 2006, Twitter is invented. And in 2020, we're just trying to make it. Trying to survive. What are some things in history, Ed Ray, that I mentioned that you would like to chat about or you would like to comment on that surprised you that were so close together? I don't have the energy for it. You don't have the energy for it. What's 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 a what's a moment in history that you find fascinating? Fascinating then. Any moment. Maybe biblical history. Any biblical stories that you find fascinating that might tie into uh, some of this stuff? No. How about the fall of Jericho? Don't, Don't care. How about the walls of Jericho? Don't, Don't mention him. How about, um, uh, shoot. 
Gosh damn it, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, I've got five. I'm. I got four minutes. Four minutes for what? Goofing around? To the for the podcast to end. I didn't even know we were had. We had a time limit. Well, no, but I no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it to a certain time. <sighs> Let's see. <laughs> so if you have any, you've, you've mentioned so much history, I got bored in the after a few minutes. So you, I'm gonna have to think. You about think it. history is boring? <sighs> then you know what I say: tear down the monuments. If you hate history, why do we even give a shit about none of these history? Fuck it, tear it down. And now we have an Antifa member on no. the podcast. How? You said you don't care about history. I'm telling you about history. I'm yeah, but do I want to vandalize history? Hell no. Yes, you do. How? You say it's boring. Yeah, because... <laughs> see? Who wants to see boring shit all day when you're walking down... When you're walking in a park, why do you want to see something boring? Wouldn't you rather have something cool? What's cool about all the stuff that you listed if I've already heard it a hundred times? Who told you it? <laughs> See what I mean? He walks right into my traps. Who told you the history? You did. A hundred times? Yeah, because you're obsessed with it. I did not tell you that a hundred times. I told you that just now. I've been saving it. And this is why we don't like to talk about history, because we're bound to repeat it. Gosh darn it. I'm going to repeat it all day. I'm going to repeat my list. <laughs> and now Adam has turned into Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh Ed Ray we we do a lot of we do a lot of stuff here on opinions of beer and uh that beer was pretty good what beer was that odd side Woo that was a good beer solid 8 love history I love talking about history Then you should have been a history teacher Well I, I just now learned that I like talking about it well, it ain't too bad for you. It, it ain't uh, too late for you to go back to college and learn. And I'm interested to know that aliens uh, came down and taught people how to build pyramids, and um, it may or may not have been demon giants. He can double as a scientist too. <laughs> and uh, I'm waiting for more, <laughs> more to come out about these damn UFOs. Oh, and the Illuminati are real. Did you see the CIA confirmed Lu- Illuminati are real? Did you see that art? That, yeah, they yeah the Illuminati is rooted out of Israel. Oh yeah, no, but uh, the CIA just released uh, a document stating this, that the Illuminati are real and that they wrote uh, Bill Clinton's one of Bill Clinton's uh, inauguration speeches to make everyone uh, hypnotic. It's yeah, probably, it's probably what, what led to the big flip in California, why they went uh, Republican and still, I mean, I mean, Democrats still are. Yeah, that could be the case, and of course, I'm not surprised if Bill Gates is one of the leaders of the Illuminati uh, today. And they flipped Catholics, too. Catholics uh, went to uh, Democrats because of uh, Bill Clinton's Illuminati speech. (laughs) What about the Jews? Didn't they do that, too? They did. Yeah. (laughs) No wonder why Israel is in the state it's in because of Bill Clinton. Wait, can you, you, um, before we close out, can you, uh, in in the current news, this may be... This may be old news by the time you're listening to it, people. But in current news, uh, at today, you know what? Let's say because it's history. Today in history, July in July of 2020, we have left the who. We left the who. What is the who? I don't understand what it is and why I should care that we left it. The who organization, WHO. 
World Health Organization. Yeah, we just left it today. America has gone out of it. What does that mean for us? It means that Americans are crazy for withdrawing from an organization that's usually truthful about diseases. But it's run by Bill Gates. My question is, <laughs> didn't they predict the coronavirus years ago? Who, who? Yeah, didn't they also predict a bunch of other diseases? Didn't they? But they said it was nothing. Didn't they say it was but nothing? But didn't they also predict the rise of uh, Ebola in Africa? Oh, I don't know. Didn't they predict that some Ebola cases would come to America at some point in time if people were stupid enough to go to Africa? So the who was good? Even despite it being made by Bill, uh, uh, Bill Gates? It may be run by Bill Gates, but back in the old days, they were actually accurate. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Did not know. I thought the Who was like some weird... I thought they got it wrong. I thought they screwed us. I, I thought they were the ones that gave Donald Trump misinformation and um, caused us to uh, be a little slower on the coronavirus shutdowns. Well, Trump knew about the coronavirus last year, but he informed Israel before he informed America about it. Oh, really? That's why Israel is one of the uh, few places in the world where the coronavirus is very low, because Israelis got the knowledge well before America did. Well, thankfully, I think that we should all just get the coronavirus and become immune. <sighs> Don't know if it will work in the event of a second wave. Second wave? Yeah, because if there's a second wave, then that means the strain is usually a lot stronger than the first. My friend, Kobe, said that he got confirmed coronavirus and he just had the sniffles. Oh, really? What did he do? That's it. He just had the sniffles. And he got, but he did the test. He sent his test in and it came back positive. Why is that? Because most of the coronavirus test machines have a false positive uh, ratio. Why? Because most machines are made to be false positives to scam people. This is pissing me off, Ed Ray. That's the same thing with mammograms and other machines that'll test for cancer. Most of them are false positives. Why? To scam people. I'm pissed off about it. Why they see that is the that's the woo that's the who trying to kill us. Either that or Bill Gates trying to scam us with yeah, this stupid. Yeah, who made these tests? Bill Gates made these tests? Either the chinks or Bill Gates himself. I'm pissed off. I hate tests. I hate coronavirus. I hate masks. I hate wearing these damn masks. And history I like. And I like this beer. Beer's a solid eight. All the shit you heard today was just our opinions. <laughs> and that's fine. Because <laughs> all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million